We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 297 on the Blue Wire Network. I am Euro Tyler. Jomo, man, guys, always here. No welcome with us, but here, how we doing, my man? I'm doing great, Tyler. Training cam's right around the corner. We got a special guest today for the listeners. I'm excited. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, and I'm very excited to get into this interview. Uh, young player, Derek Barnes, you know, a guy that we're very high on, obviously drafted him a couple of years ago, and I just can't wait to get, learn a little bit more about him. So great story, man. You know, we were talking a little to him before we started the pod. You know, he's talking about how he's training with Alex Anzalone in Tampa. So I think it's a story you guys will all enjoy very much. So let's go into that interview. All right, we are live, and we have our special guest here, Derek Barnes, linebacker for the Detroit Lions. Derek Barnes, how you doing, my man? I can't complain, man. Feeling good. Ready for the season. Ready for camp, man. Exciting moments. Got a whole new, a whole lot of new pieces to us, and you know we're excited to get the ball rolling this year for sure. Yeah, you know we got about a week away from camp, or a couple weeks away from camp starting very yeah. soon. Um, you know what's what's the vibe right now? How are you feeling going into it? I feel good. Um, in shape, yeah. most importantly. Uh, you know, my training does a, a wonderful job out here. Um, I'm actually out here with Alex and Zaloni and uh, a few guys. Cam Sutton's out here training with us. Also, if he's out here, also it's a few of us out here. He does a good job, and you know, I made a made a change last year. I was training for Myers, and Alex actually brought me down to Tampa this year, and I do fell in love with it. So it's 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 all good vibes for sure. You know, obviously, you know Anzalone, you know Ify, you've been playing with them for years. But how's Cam Sutton so far training with him? Man, he's uh. 
an interesting guy uh, in a good note. You know, a guy who, you know, stay focused. He works, uh, works on his craft all the time. Like, he's a good guy to be around, especially as a young player. And and just to see somebody, see a guy that's been in the league for uh, quite a while now, the, the way he works and the way he carries himself, it's, it's you know, I admire him. He's a he's a good player, and I'm, I'm very excited to, to watch him play with us this year for sure. So, Is this your first time ever training with him, or is this something you've done before with him? This is my first time. Uh, he's, I guess he's been training out here for a while now. Uh, so I actually, it was funny because when uh, I came out here in the spring before OTAs, he was out here. And this when he was in the process of uh, coming to Detroit and signing the contract. And, you know, we talked about it and all that stuff. So he's, he's a good guy, man. He's a, he's a born leader. Uh, truly believe that and you know it's a he's a good aspect to our team for sure so yeah so going back to draft day obviously at Purdue you were a on the defensive line and when you got drafted in Detroit in 21 they asked you to move to an off-ball linebacker how has that transition been so far it's been good man uh, I think you know a lot of people get this misconception of, of me not playing linebacker but I, I played off linebacker linebacker my whole life uh, you know my first two years was kind of my rookie my freshman year in college was so more of offline line, offline linebacker, but you had Marcus Bailey, Jawan Bentley, TJ McCullough, and those guys were in front of me. So I played a little bit behind them. And we get into our sophomore year. Uh, you know, we kind of struggled as a defense to get to the quarterback. And I guess it was like Coach one of his athletic guys to rush off the edge. And so I was playing kind of both my my sophomore year. So I was off ball, some plays, on ball, during passing downs. And so then my junior year, you know, we still were struggling with that. And coach was like, hey, you should play, you know, our, our Leo. So we call it like an outside linebacker, Leo, pass rush guy. And I was playing on the opposite side of George Karloftis with the Chiefs right now. And uh, and the transition has been good. I mean, once you get to that, the higher level of, you know, in college, your junior year, going to your senior year, it's like a, a total change, especially coming to the NFL. So just to be able to pick that back up because you get in this mindset of just rushing the rushing the quarterback, rushing the quarterback, and then you get to your senior year and it's like, you know, even though you've been doing it, you know, your whole life is like, you know, it's my senior year and it's time to make some moves. Like I want to, you know, put myself in the best position to get drafted. So, you know, I just, you know, did everything I could my senior year to make it happen and, you know, went fourth round and, and you know, get and blessed with the opportunity to play with Detroit for sure. Yeah. How, how sick is it to be drafted back-to-back with your teammate, Amon Ross and Brown? Like, did you even, when did you find that out? until so it's funny because they called me and said they're gonna take me the next pick and they and then they were up so we were all gathered around the TV me and my family and they was like with 112 pick the Detroit Lions select St. Brown and I was like I was confused at first and then like as it was going on it said Detroit has the next pick so I was like oh wow so they picked me and back and forth that was that was awesome man uh St. Brown, man, is a, is a star in the making, man. He's a, a good person to be around, just the way he works and the way he carries himself. And, you know, very humble guy. Uh, you know, he, it's, it's fun watching him play out there on Sundays for sure. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Um, so we saw, like, flashes of Coach Shep on Hard Knocks. But, man, you got to tell me, what's it like playing for him in that locker room on game days? What's it like playing for Coach Shep? Man, Coach Shep is a uh, – well, I would like to call players coach, man. He he knows the game. He's been there. Like I, I think that's that's most important for players. Like being being taught by a guy who who've been through everything we've been through, you know, through multiple seasons in the NFL and, and he just knows the players. He knows that, you know, like it's not always about the X and O's. You have to, you know, 
if, if the order gets stuff down, sometimes you have to just dumb it down for the players and, and you know, guys like me who can, that you can dumb it down for and kind of just put it all in a toolbox and, and allow us to go out there and play fast. Uh, he's, he's very inspirational. He's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a guy you want to go down there and <laughs> like coach Campbell was saying, bite kneecaps off for, he's a, a great coach, man. He has taught me a lot, uh, has opened my eyes to a lot of things, has developed me as a player. Um, you know, I trust in his process with me and he's doing wonderful, a wonderful job, man. He's his passion for the game is, is unknown. And, you know, and like I said, it's a, it's a guy you definitely want to go out there and make proud. Yeah. And I know you mentioned it just earlier. You said you were training with Alex Anzalone and some other guys. So how, how much of a impact has Alex Anzalone had on your career? It's going to be your third year. Um, and now he's resigned for another three more years. How's the impact been with him? Man, it's it's crazy because I, I mean, me and I were just having this conversation not too long ago about how do we get so close? Like me and Alex are like, like he's like my my NFL best friend. Like he is the guy that I found. You know, we always be connected. You know, our wives. You know, hang out a lot. And you know, I think it was just I just learned so much from him as a player. Um, the way he carries himself, the way he prepares. Um, he is like a guy that I look up to for sure. And you know, to see the way he play and to see the way he make plays and how he's always in the right spot. Like I always, you know, before we even got connected, I always ask him questions like, "Hey, what do you think about this? Um, how do you think I should go about this?" And he always had the right answer. It was never just a, I was never just a shrug shoulder to him. It was always like, this is how I go about things. And, you know, he always made me open my eyes to my potential and, and, and told me like, you can, you don't understand how good you can be, man. It's just, you know, just once you get the mental part down and once you actually tone in on the things you need to work on, man, the sky's the limit for you. And you know, I take that to heart from a guy coming like that, a guy who's, you know, year seven, year eight, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, he has done a lot, a lot of good things in this league. And I just look up to him. He is, it's, it's almost like a, a big brother, little brother thing. Uh, he looks out for me, man. He, he knows my potential and, and people who believe in me is, you know, the people I, I surround myself with. And, you know, I just, I give him all the things and praise, man. Cause you know, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't even be this far. He just, he's a good, a good coach also, man, to be on the field with and a player, a good player to be beside on the field. Cause he always knows, like, even if you have a little, you know, I look over to him. He'd be like, "Yeah, you got it. You 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 know what you're doing." So it's kind of like we just kind of remind ourselves, and just our communication, our chemistry is just the bond that we had is 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 a, is a limit. So I love it. I love is that there, guy. Has there ever been like a moment? You know, you're, you're fourth round pick. You're not a, you're not one of those like first round guys. Has there ever been a moment where you're like, "Man, I'm kind of scared to ask like one of these guys who's been in the league for a minute." Or like this guy I grown up watching. Like I remember we talked to Jack Fox about it a year ago, and he says. I was in the locker room. I was looking at Matt Prater's Wikipedia. Like, has there ever been a moment you're like, man, like I'm playing with this guy in the NFL. Like he's my teammate or something like that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about any guy, like anybody, like it could be any guy it could be your teammate yeah. guy you played against. Yeah, no, it's man. Uh, you know, you you grow up and you have these dreams of making the NFL and you watch guys like Aaron Rodgers. You watch guys like, like, Aaron Jones and you and you and you Jared Goff and all these guys that you just like you've seen play you you rooted for you rooted against for your team and to be able to play with them play against them it's it's crazy I remember walking on my first NFL game um my not my first NFL game my first time playing Aaron Rodgers I'm like holy this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about like this is it's it's unknown and it's just that shock that you have is like like. And that's the moment where you're like, man, I, 
I actually I made it. Like it's this this is crazy. And uh I have those moments still to this day, man. Every time I play somebody that I've been watching since I was young, man, it's it's unbelievable. And just just to see the age, like everybody like when you get in the NFL and you're playing with 30 year old guys that have three or four kids who are, you know, married and all that type of it's like like this is crazy because you know in, in college you everybody's young, nobody's married, nobody everybody barely has girlfriends and it's like just that change that you make and you have to become an adult uh like ASAP when you come to the NFL and, and pretty pretty much a lot of guys do. So yeah. I, I think one of the craziest stories I, I was watching with you was with Whitworth. I, I think you went to one of his camps when you were younger, right? And you got yeah. to face against him in your rookie season in LA. Like how was that for you personally? Man, that was uh it was it was crazy how how stars align. You know, uh Whitworth in particular, like you I would never like I said, I would never forget his face. I I never forgot his face because he was there so much. Like I'm talking about every every week, every two weeks. It was like every time they had any type of other Bengals players come in, he was always there, always giving back, always giving this time and you know, like I, I, I never forgot that guy. And I remember we played the Rams and I'm like, I know he played for the Bengals and I was a big fan of him. Like even, you know, back in the day, people used to walk around his jersey on um, back where I'm from. And I was just on the field and I was like, man, is that Andrew Whitworth? Like this is like that. That's when I was like, OK, like I, he he, he got to be old, like super old, because I, I was watching him when I was in preschool, like super young. And I was in. Like, it, as the play go on, as the game was ending, I'm like, man, like, I was still contemplating, like, should I say something to him? Like, I don't, I know he's not going to remember me. Like, he works with a lot of kids, and it was just like, you know what, I got to, and just, you know, tell him how much, you know, what he did meant to me, man, especially when I was younger. Coming from nothing and, and having the dream of playing in the NFL, it was like, you know, I, I have to I have to make this a moment. And, and I didn't even mean it to make it a big moment. It was just really just between me and him, just to tell him how much I appreciated him. That was, <laughs> that was crazy, man. That was the, one of the best stories of my life, for sure. All right, so you're entering your third year in the league. You know, first year is kind of rookie year, second year is still kind of like fine. But they said like third year is like where guys make that big jump, right? So what are your goals for this upcoming season? Me personally, man, is the is it's for myself. I know, you know, a, a, a lot of guys will, will say, you know, my, my goal is to prove everybody wrong. And, you know, at a point in time, I, I had that that thought, like, I need to prove people wrong. And, but at the end of the day, I don't have nothing to prove nobody but myself. Um, you know, I know what I'm capable of. I know what, you know, I have in my tank. I know what type of player I am. And and my goal this year, honestly, is to leave it out loud on the field, man, just just to, to show myself what I know what I'm about and what I can't be and, and why I deserve to be in this league and why I deserve to, you know, to play the snaps that I do, why I deserve to, you know, be, be in this league for a long time. Um, and, and just the just the end, end the season, knowing that I gave them all, and knowing that I helped my team win. You know, most importantly, like it's I always always saying football, man. It's always not about yourself. Like, what did I do to help my team win? What did I do to you know allow my team to to push forward and to to have a you know a chance to win? Um, that's that's def- definitely one of my biggest goals. And you know, just to take a leap from last year and, and the previous year before that, um, just to show you know to come out with that confidence that I had in college i know that's that's a big thing for me is is my confidence and you know never let nobody take that away from me but you know sometimes in the nfl it can get hard and it can be a struggle and it could you know knock you down when when you know it's not supposed to but this is my main goal to share man is just to 
just to prove to myself what I can be and then what I'm able to do and you know, leave it all out on the field and whatever comes with that, it comes with it. So, yeah. How much different or the same has it been entering year three? I know you obviously haven't been with the guys yet or as much. You only had OTAs, but how much different or the same has it been so far going to year three? You guys are getting some hype right now around the national media. You guys are like the favorites to win the NFC North this year. What's the difference this year compared to the other two years? I think it's just the mindset, honestly, man. Like, we always had, like, you don't understand, like, even my rookie year when we went three and whatever, like, our mindset has never changed since then. Like, you know, losing the close games and, and not finishing games. Like, I just, like, everybody is just so tuned into things right now. Like, even th- during OTA practices, like, it's it's insane how locked in the guys are, how little of the mental mistakes that we're making, how everybody, you know, everybody's listening to the ball on defense, how, you know, we're clashing with the offense as far as, like, they're getting good plays, we're getting good plays, but, you know, co- combining it together is creating a good, a, good, a great game for us. Um I would just say, just like I said, like the mindset and identity that we're that we're pursuing right now for our team, and just knowing, you know, what we're about, the pieces that we have, the ability that we have to go out and and be able to win, you know, eleven games plus, to be able to win twelve games plus. Um, it's, it's it's just a, a total different environment. It's just a different mindset and a different angle of what we're taking, and and I don't think nobody's slacking on that. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's like everybody, you know, like our back's not against the wall, but everybody has that little pressure in them that you know, <laughs> like even for me, like this is this team is on the up and up, and you know if you're not you're not willing to come with you, like you won't be here. So I just think the, the pressure and the, the mindset of these guys are are, are just changing, and, and it's good pressure. Like everybody wants to do well, like even the linebacker room, everybody, you know, we're competing, you know, somebody got to, you know, people got to start, people got to play, people got to make the roster and, uh, and we're just making each other better. Like nobody's, you know, like not going to give a guy advice because they're, they're trying to, you know, fight with them for a position. Like every, especially in the linebacker room, like the guys know there's competition, but at the end of the day, you got to help one another because it's only going to make yourself better. So um, I think that's what the whole team is doing as a unit. Um, it's, it's it's just a different different organization, and, and you can feel it in the air. Like I know when you know you guys are probably going to pull up the camp and stuff like that. Like you're going to see it and feel it. It's the emotional thought of of us and what we can do, man. Is is beyond. So I, I'm I'm very excited and. You know, it starts soon. It's crazy how how fast it comes back around. I just feel like we just ended the season, and it's it's already here. So it's it's exciting, man. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, and, and you guys are getting that recognition. You guys got the first game of the season. You guys are going to go against Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, on Thursday Night Football. I mean, that's – I mean, it's something like – you know, we've been watching the Lions forever, and, like, we have never seen anything like that. So it's, yeah. you know, I mean, we're definitely looking forward. No, it's, yeah, it's – no, it's crazy because it's like – we go from having no primetime games to having multiple primetime games, and yeah. you know, and it, it feels good to have the recognition. But we we love being, you know, the the the, the team that everybody thinks not going to do anything. Everybody thinks they're going to be a regular Lions. Like that's we we love that. Like that's what we want people to think. And uh and and like and everybody's seen at the end of the season. Like we're we we're willing to, to go out and 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 fighting against anybody. Honestly, is. It's just that just our team chemistry, everybody, you know, is, is is so close together and and knows we can accomplish. Like, it, it's great to see, man. The energy is there. The vibes are there. And, you know, we're excited to, to come out and show, you know, Detroit we're about. So, yeah. So go, going into being a linebacker, obviously, who is some of the toughest running backs you've ever had to tackle in the NFL? I know we just signed a bowling ball ourselves with David Montgomery. <laughs> is he up there? Probably. He's one of them, man. Uh 
He's a tough runner, man. David for sure. I would say honestly, uh what's his name? Um I'm having brain for what's the guy from Minnesota? Uh Dalvin Cook. Cook. Yes. He is uh he's a slippery guy, man. He, he that's a tough running back. You just watch film on him and it's just like Okay, what what do I need to work on this week in order to bring this guy down? But you know, um, there's a lot of good running backs. I mean, Aaron Jones is pretty good. Um, who else have we played? That was that was pretty good. Um, the guy from the Browns, he's pretty good, man. Uh, was it Chuck? What is it? Nick what Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, he's good, man. That's what that. No, he might have been the toughest running back I played against my whole career. Honestly, he was like like his thighs are like. It's unbelievable. Like if you like, you have to hit him in his legs a certain way. Like you have to make sure you wrap up because he's bouncing off almost every tackle. Like watching that guy play is is impressive. Um, him, man, it's a man. It's a league. It's a lot of good running backs. A lot of good players, man. I think that you know, even the guy from Jacksonville, he was pretty good, man. Quick, could move really good. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of good running backs. I mean, it's hard to put even a list because you have to give all these guys their respect and, yeah, and what they do for, for the sure. game. Uh, even my uh, previous email I had, man, uh, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Try going against him in practice, man. It's it's crazy. You know, he's, you know, it's it's. It's not. It's not that it's not. It's hard to tackle him. It's just that when you get in any type of open field situation with him, it's like okay, you in your mind, you're just don't stop your feet, don't stop your feet, because that that's a that's the guy that can make you miss it. You know, in your P's and Q's, especially when trying to tackle him for sure. So, but yeah, I give I give respect to all the running backs, man. But but for sure, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, those are guys that you know you want to look out for. Even David Montgomery, man, he's a he's a great 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 running back, and it's good to have him on our team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys had Nick Chubb, if I remember correctly. It was a cold day out there, too, because I think you guys played them out in Cleveland. So it must be even more difficult than day to try to tackle on that condition. No idea, man, for sure. Um, What was, like, your welcome to the NFL moment? Like, you're like, wow, I'm here. Or kind of like, oh, shit, like, I just got destroyed, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, man. Uh, When was that? I think we played – who did we play – Mm. I want to say it was against my first year was against Chicago in Chicago. Um, it was a goal line play and I go try to run through the hole and it was just big. I think it was like number 71 or something. I think it was a tackle or a guard or something. And I'm not paying attention. I'm eyes on the ball, not kind of aware of my surroundings. And I went to just step. And when I said I'd never been lifted off the ground. Like I've like I you find kind of find me sometimes somebody like hitting me when I'm not seeing but this was like he kind of like you know how they say throw you out the club like he actually threw me out the club it was crazy I'm like this <laughs> strong guy I'm like this is like I, I never it rarely happens to me I'm the kind of stout guy and I'm like going on there my chest all high and he's just right. like yeah welcome welcome to the NFL and I'm like I get up I'm like man shoulder kind of bruised I'm like this is yeah that was my welcome to the NFL moment for sure on 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 the bad note yeah on the bad note that was yeah so now this is going to be your third year let's go to a more positive note what's your favorite part about the city of Detroit and living in it so far man you it, it's crazy and I don't I don't want to ramble too much about it but you know you get you get a call from Detroit 
everybody's going to have the same thoughts. Like if you, I, I'm, I'm with my family and I'm waiting to get picked and I see a Detroit, Michigan sign pop up. And I kind of like was excited, but I kind of was like, Oh man. Cause you hear nothing but bad stuff about Detroit. Like, right, let's be honest. Like everybody, if you're not, you don't live in Detroit, if you're not from Detroit. All you hear is the violence and all this, but Detroit is a beautiful city, man, with beautiful people. Um, amazing people the food is phenomenal to me um i come from a place where you know it's not too many options so anything to me is gonna is gonna be good um it's it's amazing and you get in you get in parts like you know i've been downtown there's amazing food places down there uh birmingham has you know almost the best food spots ever i've ever had in my life i think that's like the biggest thing for me is is the food like the food is phenomenal uh the people also the love from the fans like you know you you have a team that is you know trying to win things and it's not getting that accomplished, but you still have the, the city on your back. I think that's amazing. Um, the fans are wonderful. I think those are my two things, man, the fans and for sure the food. Speaking of food, uh, what like give us like a couple of your favorite spots. So there's a place down in um in Birmingham. It's called Hazel Ravines downtown. I don't know if you guys ever been been there, but uh it's a so I know the owner. I met them through a mutual friend I had back home. Doesn't do amazing, change their menus every season, like they do like a season menu change also. It's most like it's like seafood, but they have the best burger that I've ever had in my life. Like it's it's like a it's like a like a fancy like Five Guys Burger. We all know how good Five Guys Burger is, but it's like a fancier, yeah. like unbelievable. They have lobster rolls. Um, that's that's one of my favorite places. I've been. Um, what's that place that you guys been to Birmingham, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what's uh, that Italian place, Sal's? Which place? I'm sorry. It's called Sal's, the Italian place. Sal's. Sal's. There's a few of them. Um, okay. I'm not sure, honestly. I'm not. I don't get that money for Birmingham. I have to stay in my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's 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 one of my favorite places for sure. Um, man, it's a lot of them. I like um, Beer Asia down the Royal Oak. Okay, one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, um, Beer Asia is really good. Have you dabbled the Arabic food yet? You know, a lot of a lot of Middle Eastern culture here in Michigan. Yes, I, okay. I've been that. What's that one place uh, I've been to? So it's a Greek place. I forgot what it's called. It's also in Royal Oak, right across from Ross, right across from um, where I used to stay um, down in Royal Oak. It's the Greek place, the best euros ever. Like, unbelievable. Maybe because I've never had Greek food outside of living in Detroit, but that was, that's amazing. Um, I really, man, I feel like. Birmingham is always like my go-to place. Like I've been down to that pl- to park down there in um, okay. downtown. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of um, prime and proper. It's super expensive for no reason, but it I don't is, think. Yes, it's I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of overrated. <laughs> it is overrated. I will say that. <laughs> like I, I've been there probably a few times. We did my rookie rookie dinner there, and then I took my wife there a few times, and it wasn't that. So Eddie V's down there. Um, it's really good. Yeah, Eddie good. Yeah, Eddie That's my favorite. Eddie Beats is my favorite steakhouse in Detroit. Like my favorite place to go. Like me and my wife have day and night. We're all, we're there every every day and night. We're at Eddie Beats. Um I think that's pretty much it. Man, I've been everywhere. The market down in um yeah, in Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. 
Good. Go there a lot. It's a chill spot. <laughs> the homemade peach rolls is unbelievable. Those are a crack. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 unbelievable. It is like I'm when I'm. It's feel like every time I'm in Detroit, I'm always on a diet, and I want to if I want to cheat meal like I always. And I go there, I'm like, I gotta get rolls. That's that's. Up yeah. There. So the food, yeah, the food in Detroit is is is, is top five for sure. I'll recommend you a spot in Troy. It's near Eddie V's. It's called Ocean Prime. That's my spot. I love that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I've been to, um, no, I haven't been to Ocean Prime. It's actually one where I'm staying right now in Tampa, like right down the road. But I've never, I've never been. I got to try Ocean Prime. A lot of people talk to me. You'll talk, like it. It's my it. spot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm going to keep you to that, man. If you lie, I'm going to I'm gonna let you know. If it's bad. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, like last one here. So why did you pick number 55? Anything special about number 55 or it was just there or? I, I like, I like to keep asking this question. This is, this is a funny story. It's a true story. So I had a coach. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him. He was a defense coordinator for a USC back in the day when Reggie Bush was there. Uh, Clay, what's his name? He used to play as a linebacker for Green Bay. Clay, um, Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews, Matthews was there. Yes. He yeah, coached him also. Um, TJ, who was out of, I mean, not TJ, um, Troy Palomalo um, was there. And so I got, so I got the, I got the college and I always wore number 21, but Marcus Bailey had it. Marcus Bailey with the Bengals right now. Um, he had 21. So I'm like, I can't get that number. So they gave us these water bottles when I first got there and it had your name, your number on it. So they never even let me pick my number. Like I, it wasn't like, Hey, D Barnes, what number do you want to pick? Is there any specific number? You can't get 21. Such and such. So never that. So as I'm going through the, the the tab things they had to put on the water bottle, I'm like, okay, I go through the 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 individual numbers. I'm like, I know, I know, I'm not gonna be a, a single digit number. So I go just checking checking it. I'm like, I'm not gonna be in a team. So I skip past that. Like maybe the 20s, maybe they gave me like 22 or something, something that was next to 21 or whatever. No, I'm like, I can't be in the 30s. I was like, maybe they gave me 40 something, 41, maybe something to keep the one or whatever. And I'm like, and I wasn't in the 40s. I was like, there's no way they gave me a number in the 50s. I was like, okay, I'll take 52. I, I, I'm gonna check 52. Ray Lewis. I'm I'm gonna see. It wasn't it wasn't 52. So it's 55. And I complained about it. I complained about it the whole day. I'm like, I went up to my coach. I'm like, <laughs> why did you give me number 55? Like this is nowhere near the number I was I wanted to wear. Like he was like. Do you know? Uh, do you know who wore number, wore number fifty five? Uh, who is? I can't. I always tell the story, and I can't remember his name. What team did he play for? I, he was a uh, he was a linebacker, number fifty five. What is his name? Old school dude. Uh, say, if we're going Lions, Stephen Tolick was fifty five. He was Tullick a great was Lion. Yeah, not, yeah, not him. It was it was a big name. I think he was like maybe, maybe Polynesian or something like that. What is his name? Junior Seau? Junior Seau. <laughs> Junior Seau. There you go. And he was like, do you know who wore this, wore this number? I was like, no. No, I have no idea. Nobody who wore number 55. He was like, he went on about Junior Seau and this and that. He was like, don't disrespect this number. And so I wore 55 and I fell in love with the number. And, and when I got drafted, everybody knows the story. I, I text uh, Dan. I was Dan. I was like, I need number 55. And he was like, it's yours. And I was so excited. So that's just the number I've been rocking with. But ever since I was in Pee Wee, from Pee Wee football all the way up to high school, I wore number 21. So it was, it was decided to make it a change. So I'm hoping to put a stamp on that number for sure so it's awesome that's dope man all right um that's all we have for you derek i appreciate you joining us uh it's much appreciated got to learn a little more about you hope got the fans got to learn a little more about you appreciate you 
taking time out of your day and joining us and go kick ass this season. Yeah, already know. I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate everything you do for for Detroit and the love you guys show us. Uh, it's, it's highly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Yep, we'll yeah, see you soon. We'll see you very soon in camp. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed that episode of the Derek Barnes interview. Great guy, great personality. I'm rooting for him. I know Peter's definitely rooting for him as well. But he's a great personality and can't wait to see what the season he has this year. So hope you guys all enjoyed. If you guys could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, it's always much appreciated. I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Like Tyler said, man, Derek Barnes was really fun to talk to. And, man, football is right around the corner. I can't wait. I'm out. Peace. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done